It's week 10, Thursday, and you know what that means. It's the Battle of California for the AFC West. Chargers at Oakland. We go over it today on the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, and we are going over the showdown slate for FanDuel and DraftKings, Chargers at Oakland. How's everybody doing today? I'm feeling like shit. It's got cold up here in the Wisco Distro. Even a stocking cap can keep me from getting sick. So let's kind of go through here. We'll go. We'll go through each team. <clears throat> we'll go through the positions real quick. See what we're looking at. Uh, anybody that is subscribed to the spreadsheet, you have it in your mailboxes. So if anything, if you haven't looked at it yet, go ahead and pause it right now. Go grab your spreadsheet. Let's go through it real quick. I'll give you some time. Here, here. You got a couple of seconds. One, two. All right, here we go. So we got Chargers visiting the Oakland Raiders. Uh, 48 is the over-under. The betters are picking the Chargers to win this game. I'm actually kind of more on the Oakland side of this, but I can see that this quite possibly could be the second step of the Chargers' late season run that they usually have every season. Uh, they're getting healthier by the day. Now, they are still weak at the safety position. Um, Derwin James is apparently doubtful to play. Um, and then they have another safety. I believe it's just a backup, though. That's doubtful to play as well. So they may be a little bit weaker right up the middle. Uh, like per usual. So we're going to have to take a look at that. Uh, definitely see if we're going to go Josh Jacobs tonight. But let's start on the Chargers side. Quarterback, you're going to have Phillip Rivers. Has the premium matchup out of both quarterbacks. Oakland's been getting every quarterback healthy. 
no matter who they've been playing. Uh, it's a little bit harder to run on the Oakland Raiders in the front, but uh, I do have some I do have some interest in Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. Eckler for the passing for the pass receiving, of course. Um, Melvin Gordon for short yardage touchdown possibilities. Um, also, you do not get a lot of people actually running directly at Oakland. So, I, in my opinion, that's kind of why they're as good as what they are is because they're so weak in the secondary um, that there's really been no need to really run. Like I said, Philip Rivers has got the premium matchup. He's definitely a guy that you're probably going to want to go ahead and just fit into your lineup no matter what. Uh, he has been poor as far as getting touchdowns, though. So, here's the way I would play it for three. If you're doing three lineups, I'd probably at least have two with Philip Rivers. And then if you wanted to fade for the possibility, because he will be highly owned. This whole passing attack will be highly owned. So if you wanted to take a piece out and just hope that he can't get the touchdowns but just go for the yardage for his pass targets, that is quite a possibility. In that case, you would be going with Melvin Gordon in place of Phillip Rivers. Wide receivers, you're going to see Keenan Allen's going to have a premium matchup as well as Mike Williams. I am more on Mike Williams than I am on Keenan Allen. But the, there's definitely a possibility that I'm going to put Keenan Allen on a, in a lineup and hope that maybe this is the game that he goes off. The problem is, <coughs> everybody's going to be going for it. So out of one major, out of the one major spot between, say, him and Phillip Rivers, I would actually pick Keenan Allen as the guy that fade for the most part. I'll still have a share just in case. But I'm going to take a stand and I'm not going to I'm not going to use Keenan Allen. I'm going to go to Mike Williams as far as the wide receivers are concerned. There's going to be questions on whether or not you want to save money and use one of the Chargers uh, tertiary receivers. I'm not going to look there. Reason being is that they're not getting enough pass targets as it is. They're getting one or two at the very most. Now, the two guys that are going to be there should be Andre Patton and I believe it's Jason Moore because Jeremy Davis is not going to be playing uh, from all reports. So, out of those two, I'm probably just going to go ahead and fade them. They're real cheap. They're really enticing but if you actually look at their game logs they have not gotten targets since like the beginning of October end of, end of September so they haven't been relevant even with the injuries so I'm going to go ahead and just pass there uh, definitely on my radar is Hunter Henry he's probably going to make just about every single lineup that I make if I'm going to do the pairing, it's probably going to be Mike Williams and pardon me, and Hunter Henry. 
Like I said, I do have some interest in Austin Eckler in the passing game because Oakland can't get beat utilizing the running back. It's just whether or not I feel he's going to get enough He's going to get enough targets, enough opportunities in this matchup. I haven't decided yet if, if L.A. is going to be playing from ahead or if they're going to be playing from behind. That's part of, that's kind of been part of my dilemma with it, if you'd say. But between the two guys, between Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, I think you're going to see a little bit less ownership on Melvin Gordon if people are looking at the numbers like like we are and seeing that on the ground it's harder to run against the Oakland Raiders. You might see more ownership than on Eckler versus Melvin Gordon. But if they want to control this game, if they want to win, they're going to have to they're going to have to get Gordon involved to keep Josh Jacobs off the field on the other side because Josh Jacobs is, he's a stud let's just, let's just call it what it is he's a stud we like him just about every week he's a guy that you definitely were, are going to be interested in on the Oakland side <coughs> Michael Badgley is the kicker and is definitely in play if you're going to use a, if you need a salary saver my feeling is if you need a salary saver on DK, that's where you would go with Badgley. I don't know so much that you want to do it on FanDuel considering the, the fact that you're paying 9K for his position. It's just all going to be, you know, it's all going to depend upon if you can find value, if we can find value uh, at other spots. Now, whether or not I'm going to utilize Badgley on FanDuel. But kickers have been important in the past, uh, at least for the FanDuel single entry con- or uh, sorry single game contest. So he's definitely in play. Now we go to the Oakland side. DVOA is pretty good on Derek Carr. DVP, the points that the position actually scores against the LA Chargers not so good so that's kind of where your little pivot kind of is in there is like you have to decide if Derek Carr is going to be utilized enough to be included in your lineup you can have one or two pass targets from Oakland and not have Derek Carr this week because there is a value piece in there We'll get to it. But I think Derek Carr's in play. He's not... He's not a guy that I'm probably going to build a lot of lineups on. He may be in one. Might be my Rivers my rivers fade. Um, and utilizing Melvin Gordon from the L.A. side. And <clears throat> then running... Derek Carr on the other side as a keep-up option with a couple of his receiving targets. Running back, I think it's safe to say that Josh Jacobs is going to be the guy. Um, I'm kind of hoping that some of the ownership might be a little bit lower due to 
what LA has perceived is going to be perceived as getting better on defense. And with the Packers last week, they kind of got away from their running backs, which is out of character for the Green Bay Packers. That's not something that Oakland wants to do. No matter if they're way behind or if they're ahead, they're running all the time. You're you're going to see 20 to 25 carries from Josh Jacobs in this game. I'm not if there's if there's one definitive piece that I think you have to have, it's going to be Josh Jacobs. Now you could you could say, well, he really didn't get it done, uh, or he already got it done on Sunday. And he got the four days. Are they going to utilize somebody else? Probably not. I think if you want to use the whole Thursday night running back theory and say he's not going to be valuable enough to put in your lineup, I think it's it's not a terrible thought. But I'd be worried about him getting two, you know, one or two touchdowns in close quarters to the goal line and screwing up your whole thought process on it right out the gate. So, move on to wide receiver. I am not going to use Tyrell Williams. He will be covered by Casey Hayward. Do not like him. Don't really care much for the tertiary pieces. Who is that? Zay Jones, Keelan Doss, um, all those guys. If you need if you need a salary saver, that's when I would delve in there. Um, Zay Jones, Zay Jones or Aitman would be one of the, would be like the two that I would go to in there as a deep salary saver. The guy that I'm definitely looking at as far as the wide receivers is concerned is Hunter Renfro, who has the best matchup, has a good cornerback matchup this week. So I do like him. He is at a, at a pretty decent price on both sides, which we'll get to. So I don't hate the idea of using Hunter Renfro. I also do not hate the idea of using Darren Waller. The problem is he's way expensive. All the guys that people want, they're going to be really expensive. So here's where the pivot comes in. Here's where your price savings comes in. I'm going to take a shot on Foster Moreau. He's dirt cheap on both sides. And he's utilizing the offense. Now, he only gets about two to three targets max. <clears throat> the problem is, and not for Moreau, but f- for Darren Waller, is that Darren Waller tends to get double covered, keep a safety up on him when they get down towards the red zone. So what does that do? That opens it up for Foster Moreau. 
You're staying away from Casey Hayward. You're attacking right in the middle where those safeties are weak. So definitely, definitely consider Foster Moreau at cheap at a cheap cost. There's where your savings comes in. Trying to think of the name of the kicker now. Oh, jeez. Oh, let me think of this. I think the kicker is in play if you believe that Oakland is going to stall out. They're at home. Those the field. I think he's definitely in play. And if I can come up with a name for you, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I've got it here. Understand, I am... I am doing something completely illegal. Carlson, Dan Carlson. So I think Carlson. I think Carlson's in play as well. Um, although I'd rather just use the Foster Moreau play to get the savings, uh, especially on DK, and just work it off of there. If you have like fifty-five hundred, you know, six six K, fifty-five hundred left on say Fanduel, I have no problem with it. Like, I, and, but. You face the same problem on FanDuel with Carlson that you do with Badgley. He's priced up. He's like 8 eight or 8.5. Moreau is still at about 5K over on that site. So I am expecting a higher than normal game. If you're interested in the... L.A. Chargers defense, especially with those pass rushers, I don't hate you for it. I will probably have them in one lineup. They won't be... Um, probably probably won't be in my captain spot, although you could make the argument that you would want them in your captain spot because if the to- game total goes lower, at least from the Oakland side, not only are you getting an advantage just by having them on your team in the first place, but then you're going above and beyond. If they score, you know, off turnover, they'll be able to pretty much break it open. Um, but Oakland de- hasn't been a team that you really want to use a defense against. Derek Call- Carr's been keeping the ball secured, and Josh- they've been running the shit out of Josh Jacobs. So that's why it's a little bit of a dangerous play. But I couldn't fault you for it whatsoever. I think you'd be still running probably maybe a Gordon with with your river share. Assuming that the Chargers are going to get ahead because the defense is playing as well as what it is. <coughs> so if we take a little bit of a quick look at pricing here. Uh, Phillip Rivers at I believe this is yeah this is FanDuel. Is that 14k? Darren Waller at 12k versus like I said with Foster Moreau is actually six 6k. So it's about a thousand bucks above <coughs> minimum price. Um, yeah, Austin Eckler at 11.5. You got Mike Williams at 10.5. Melvin Gordon is somewhere right around Austin Eckler. 
just for whatever reason I don't have the number. I did take a look at Andre Patton, but I'm not interested in him after I looked at the targets. That's one of your wide receivers for the for the LA Chargers. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's not too much. Oh, where's my where's my where's my Renfro price? Oh no, I don't have my Renfro price. He's cheaper than all the he's cheaper than <clears throat> Tyrell. I wanna say he's somewhere probably in the seven, seven point five. But anywho, then when you get over to DK, you have Keenan you have Keenan Allen being almost about a thousand bucks cheaper than say Josh Jacobs. Phillip Rivers, of course, is the most expensive guy at fifteen K. Uh, Derek Carr comes in just under him. Um, <clears throat> Melvin Gordon would be 10-8. Eckler is at 10-5. So, I th- like I said, I think he's, you will see people dropping down, saving about 300 bucks on that. You're going to save enough money as is without putting Keenan Allen in your lineup. Josh Jacobs, yeah, 14-1. Hunter Renfro, 7,500 on DK. Uh, Badgley and Carlson, 5,700 and 5,400 respectively. Uh, if you want to take a shot on one of the ter- uh, tertiary wide receivers for Oakland, uh, probably take a look at Zay Jones at 3,900. As well as if you want to just go even farther and go the complete punts, you're looking at Keelan Doss. And then Andre Patton, who I'm not going to use, but they're 300 bucks a piece. Um, I would use Doss before I'd use Patton. But it's going to be a tight little slate. There's not going to be a lot of room for error on here because everybody's going to be pretty much on the same guy. So uh, if I'm going to use anybody in the captain spot, If I can get Josh Jacobs in the captain spot on DK, I'm going to try it. That's kind of where I want to go. Now, if you wanted to save even more, you could go with, like, say, a guy like Hunter Renfro. Uh, I wouldn't use a Foster Moreau because he doesn't have enough upside, um, even at his value. So you may end up shooting yourself in the foot on there. It's going to be very hard to get... um, it's hard enough to get Jacobs into that spot, but I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of Philip Rivers up in the MVP, even with him being as expensive as what he is, which means that you're going to get a lot of people that are going to punt down too. So that's why some of the ownership on some of these plays could come in a little bit lower than what we expect. But um, if they're keeping him out of the captain spot, you know, using a defense or using a kicker, up in the up in the captain spot, it's probably the best thing to do just to get your hands on all the pieces. Like I said, I think you can I think you can pivot off of Darren Waller using Foster Moreau 
and yeah <clears throat> yeah I mean Darren Waller could get his catches get his yards but at at that price like let's say he on DK let's just say for instance he gets uh, 4 for 60 well that's 10 right so even if you get a cheap um, touchdown out of Foster Moreau that one catch he, let's just say it's a one yarder well you're looking at 1.1 plus 6 1 point for the reception 0.1 for the yard 6 for the touchdown so there's your, there's your 7.1 Three points on a on a Waller pivot on a Waller, Waller pivot. If he doesn't have a good game, it's it's going to only make your lineup better. So <clears throat> that's what I have for you. Um, keep paying attention to the injury reports. I will have them updated because once you know it, just as soon as I sent everybody the spreadsheet. That's when Lamar Jackson went questionable. I still don't really know what's going on with that. I haven't looked into it. I just know that the alert came across my phone. So him going questionable today is a little bit scary. And I want to find out what the heck's going on there. But I, this could have been just more of a rest day. And they were just, you know, throwing something on the injury report or whatnot. So he might be fine. If he doesn't play, then that just only bumps up Mark Ingram even more. Um, but I don't know if I if I could go to Robert Griffin, even at his value. Go there, hoping to shock the world. Nah, nah, brah. So, have the spreadsheet out, like I said. If anything, I will have another podcast out tomorrow. We'll go through the slate for a first run. There's not that many games on the main. There's only 13 games total for the whole weekend. You take the three away, the Thursday, the Sunday night. And the Monday night, and that leaves us with 10 games on most main slates, except for Yahoo and Fantasy Draft, which have the 11th, um, which will be the Minnesota-Dallas game. So we'll get at her. Um, We're going to try not to replicate a shit week. We're going to stick to our guns. We're not going to worry about fucking ownership this week. You know, we can we can worry about it a little bit for a couple of pieces. But overall, let's just put some solid fucking lineups out there. We know where to go. We knew where to go last week. And we kind of got off of it. At least some of us did. I did. Fuck it. Just... If it's a good play, it's a good play. We're just going to run it. We're not going to worry about ownership. There's not really any value out there, although Jalen Samuels will be available again, probably. This sounds like James Conner is not playing, but his price has gone up, so that's going to pull that's going to pull us off just a little bit. So unless anything really 
really juicy comes up, uh, we're going to have some, you know, pretty, pretty balanced lineups. <clears throat> but just go ahead and just expect Christian McCaffrey and Cash. Um, and we're going to be working from there. So until tomorrow, you guys have yourself a good Thursday. And I'll talk to you later.